Oh, you know what it has? Oh, he's, no. he's sending electrical current through it. That's what he's... I said. It's... Oh, <laughs> fuck! Jesus H. Christ! That's the scariest shit I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Oh, that... it does go back and forth. Oh! That's, uh, not, that's not how you're supposed uh, to sound. Oh, no! That's not how you're supposed to sound. No! Oh, fuck me! It's oh, God! <laughs> I, I would say it's probably fake, but it looks too amateur. Oh! No! That's not how you're no! supposed to do it. It's not how you're supposed to do it. Oh, it's so deep! Oh, <laughs> gross! Oh, that's so gross. Okay, well. <laughs> okay. Welcome to uh, a sex-positive <laughs> show where we will be much more mature for the rest of it. Welcome to KinkCast. Glad we got that out. Um, if you... <laughs> Dana was open with a video of a small penis being fucked by a machine. Uh... Yeah, no, it was oh. being sounded by well, a welcome machine. Welcome to KinkCast. We were just watching a video of a dick having a, a, a giant metal pole. It was the heat of urethra. Don't steal my joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according according to the recording, I made the joke. We had a we had a false beginning. We had to stop recording because uh, we got distracted by Dana's video. I don't even have that part, and it makes me hurt. Like. Um. <laughs> Physical pain. Well, that's not how you're supposed to do sounding. I write about it in a book. You're not supposed to force it down. That man, oh, okay. you're supposed to let it slip down. See, that man had like a like a like a drill. Not what, what's a drill? Like a, a jackhammer? A pneumatic drill. Oh, yeah, a pneumatic a, drill. A fucking machine. Like fucking machines. They just put a dildo on it and then they set it to where it goes back and forth, back but and that forth. That didn't even go back and forth. forth. That just like went. In, well, it did. Then... Afterwards, it started going in and out, in and out, in and out, really slow. He also, he had a tiny dick, and that metal rod was giant, and yeah. it was just going up and down his urethra. Welcome to KinkCast. It's a podcast about alternative sexual lifestyles and kinks from a uh, sex-positive perspective. Yes. Well, we have not been very representative of that the last five minutes. We yeah. just learned a lot of information in a very short amount of time. Yeah, visual learnings is a very informative method of finding things out. I did not want to watch it, and I'm resentful. You could have closed your eyes. Here's the thing. To prep for today's episode, I did watch some videos of sounding, and a lot of them were a little bit tame. It's like, it's extreme. The one that Dana just pulled up was like, that was punk rock, unsafe, scary shit. I imagine the people who like sound like, oh shit. There's a new dog. There's a dog fight. No, there's another new dog. There's, There's three, three dogs, dogs now. Are they sounding each other? Yeah. Can you sound a dog, Chris? Uh, yeah. It's a... No? Dana says no. Why not? No, we're not talking about this. Okay. <laughs> That's one of Tommy's uh, favorite topics, is no. sounding can dogs. Can you do it to a dog? Uh, th- can I... I want to talk about something that happened at work over the last, like, two weeks. Yes! Uh, that is related. To sounding? No. I want to talk about it before we get in deep into the topic. But it is uh, related to sex. Okay. So, I'm on a uh, grievance board at work, uh, where I... Is that like a paddle board that like, you whack new people with? No, when, when, people are, when people have issues with their, uh, the way they were disciplined, whether it be like uh, suspension or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, they can go to the grievance board, and uh, the grievance board can, over, can look over the case and see if they were disciplined correctly. And for, in the case for suspension, we can say, okay, the suspension wasn't deserved, and they will get paid for the day that they were suspended. Oh, okay. So like a peer review board. Yes. Okay. So a few weeks ago, someone came in, and he had gotten suspended because uh, in the break room, he 
uh, made some sexual comments, not towards anyone. He was saying at at my last job, like ladies would just shove their hand down my pants and like that kind of thing. And I was like, okay, that's not like too inherent. Like that's that has sexual connotations, but you're not making the thing at anyone. So when when I was questioning him, uh, I I asked him, like, can you at least see how that is sexual? Mm hmm. Basically, doing what judges do, where they are asked, like, "Do you feel remorse?" Because right. it like, lessens your sentence, and that was going to be my whole thing. Is like, if he recognizes that and is willing to, you know, be like, "I apologize," and I will not do that again. Do you see how this crosses the line? Yeah, yes. he was refusing to say because he was refusing to apologize for it. Oh, he was saying that uh, it, within the context, it wasn't sexual, and I was like, "It is inherently sexual, e- even with the context that you're providing." He. uh said no, that he could not see how it was sexual. So, when it came time to vote, I voted against uh, less, or getting rid of his suspension. Mm-hmm. I was overruled. Mm-hmm. I, I was Fair. upset. But, you know, that's what the board decided. Today, he comes in and is talking about how he's appealing the decision. Because... It wasn't completely expunged from his record. Only the suspension was. The disciplinary action was still on his record. And I was not part I'm not part of the board to appeal, but he told me his defense strategy. Which is to say that he was admitting to being sexually assaulted. And that that is setting a precedence for the rest of the com- uh by the way, he was talking about women shoving their hand down his pants in jest. And that that would set a precedence for the company Mm -hmm. that anyone who even admits to being sexually assaulted would get suspended. Now, this got me really pissed off because he is... First, he was playing stupid. Mm -hmm. His original defense is to play dumb. And now his new defense is to play the victim and trivializing... All sexual assault at work by saying, oh, I was admitting to sexual assault. Like, I was admitting that I was sexually assaulted and I was super vulnerable at that point. It's like, you weren't because I was on the board when you gave your original testimony. Now you're going to a different board and trying to completely change your testimony and trying to say, oh, I was sexually assaulted. I got I got so pissed off that it's just trivializing everyone who has actually been sexually assaulted and trivializing the whole thing and just so that he can play the victim so that he can he got his fucking payback already he just wants he wants the discipline completely expunged from his record that's garbage happens every day though everywhere it does but it's also a personal story it is i mean it's rough everyone's like like fighting to be like have that victim status and that's the thing that people do, especially when they've been, like, outed as being a villain. I'm watching that happen right now where there's a dude who got dragged on Twitter because mm-hmm. he sexually assaulted someone. And, like, his whole counter-argument is he's doing the Louis C.K. thing. of just trying to throw <clears throat> other communities under the bus and trying to rouse the sympathy of I've been abused by the internet and now I deserve to be sympathy. I deserve sympathy because now I'm the victim. Yeah, but right. in, in that case that you described, it wasn't someone who is going forward and saying I was sexually assaulted feel pity for me which is what he's doing 
which he wasn't. Like, he straight up was saying, he was laughing and jesting about it, mm-hmm. and being like, oh yeah, this and this would happen, and kind of bragging about it, and now he's coming forward and being, well, the thing that gets me is that I asked him straight up, like, you know, mm-hmm. do you feel remorse for what you said? Like, some people were offended by what you said. No, I don't think what I said was sexual. So if you didn't think what you said was sexual, how (laughs) is your new defense saying what I said was sexual? In fact, it wasn't just sexual. It was me coming forward with the experiences where I've been traumatized. Right. Well, that's definitely not the way that you should proceed about doing anything regarding this. Um, It's unfortunate that you have to work with some imbecile that you know, thinks that way and is frankly, you well, know, working the system in a he, way that he, he thinks wants it expunged from his record so that he can uh, apply for management positions. Oh, great. Fantastic. Well, yeah. I hope he doesn't get that. Um, I hope that's garbage. I hope the appeals board decides to reinstate his suspension so that he definitely can't. Is he a straight white male? Yes. The worst kind of people. <laughs> Did you see uh, Black Panther got nominated for like everything at the Academy Awards? Yes. Why? I don't know, because it's not that great of a movie. Um, I thought it was pretty good. It's it's all right for a superhero movie, but there I mean, Spider Man into the Spider Verse is infinitely better. You mean racist man into the racist verse? Racist? Black Panther was the greatest film ever made, and anyone who says oppositely You know Spider Man is... the Spider Man in into the Spider Verse is black. You mean the cartoon character who's not real flesh and blood? It also had a better soundtrack. Fight me. <laughs> I have not said anything of a sincerity before anyone gets mad at me or tries to drag me on Twitter. I, uh, I'm i just goofing around. Mm-hmm. Um, race both does and does not exist. It's very complicated and much more than some simple jokes can put a band-aid on. Uh, race exists because it's a social construct created to uh, distract the uh, lower class lower class squabble amongst themselves. Yes. You sound like me today, but speaking of actually today's actual topic... I always talk about the proletariat rising up and overthrowing the bourgeoisie. Eat the rich. Their meat is delicious. It's like veal, but human. Uh, we are talking... Because <laughs> they're never allowed to walk? Dana! Their lovers like frog what walk, because all is... they ever do is eat fatty food. <laughs> they have gout. Have you ever eaten a human being with gout? It is like eating a gusher filled with bacon grease. <laughs> On one hand, that sounds kind of appealing. On the other hand, that sounds absolutely disgusting. It does not sound appealing at all. (laughs) I know, I don't know what sounds like what would be more appealing to watch what we just watched before we started this episode or watching somebody eat a gusher. So, I mean, that's kind of describes like caviar. I suppose sounding is a sex practice in which uh, people will. Uh, curate a perfect playlist so that they can try and have rhythmic sex to the beat. That's what sounding is. I did some research on it, and it seems like a lot of people are really into mixing music and sex. It's well, a very uh, very vanilla kink that I'm excited to spend some time talking about. Uh, well, I think now that we've covered it, we should just give it our well, no, I, on the I, FDI, right? I had an introductory game, and it was going to be, uh, what, what song is going to be on your sounding playlist for, uh, for sex of, uh, you know... Uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash. 
I think I've made that joke before on a previous episode, <laughs> but this is my least favorite topic. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, Chris is uncomfortable. He'd rather talk about uncomfortable things from work than talk about this episode. Pink no, Floyd's, that happened today and I was pissed about it all day. Pink Floyd's The Wall is what I'll go with. That's a good sound. Not comfortably numb? No, because you... you know. <laughs> no, Dana... I don't have one. Okay. Well, thank you, Dana. You don't have a song about um, sounding? <laughs> so, aside from all the jokes, we're like 15 minutes in at this point. We've not said what sounding actually is. Sounding is the sticking of a metal or glass rod up a urethra. Right. No, urethra. there's a lot of different materials. There's a lot of different use. materials, but that's basically the gist of it. Most of them are metal. It's sticking a, it is sticking a cylindrical long object inside of a urethra Mm -hmm. typically male but it can also be female yeah it actually goes both ways um whether you have a penis or if you have a clitoris you know whatever you can both can be sounded not a butthole though because it has to be a urethra yeah yes well to uh, be urethral sounding um it's also called um it's also called dick stuffing um nightmare penis plugs Penis plugging. That's a lot. Um, But those penis plugs are actually usually pretty short. Oh, there's also... Um, Where is it? Could you put a mozzarella stick? Uh, Metotomia. Which is? uh, Refers to an incision or tearing down... Done to enlarge the urethra. Mmm. Mmm. Do you want to see a drawing? Yeah. It's a dick and a dick. Whoa! Do you want to see another drawing? Wait, about I, the me... wait, the term for that is metomi, like M E A T. Holy shit! M E M E A T O T O M Y. This next one is even worse. It's called splitting. Yeah, that's a dick. No, it's been split in two. Um, like and, a tongue. Like and like both sides can still get an erection. Well, this is like the piercing episode taken to its next level. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dicks being inside of dicks, dicks being chopped in half. We're gonna dicks have to. That's, that's a whole other episode. Yeah, but uh, I think sounding is actually really interesting because it's one of the only fetishes that we can actually point at and see an origin for. Mm-hmm. Really? Because it sounding is a medical practice. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Yes. It, it originated uh, as a uh, torture device. No, uh, for uh, it's a what's the. It's it's to help out with gonorrhea. What? Yeah. Uh, gonorrhea causes scars in your urethra, and so sounding was uh, slowly inserting a tube into your urethra to stretch out the scar tissue so that you could continue using it. Right. What level of hell would that take place on? I mean, if sounding is something you enjoy, more power to you. I don't give a shit. It's just <clears throat> for someone who does not want it to be happening. Don't like that video that we watched where it seemed like it went too fast for him and he kind of like winced with pain. That was another thing that I've read, which is that <laughs> sounding, you, you're not supposed to shove it in. You're yeah, supposed you're to like to... let it slip in. That's a rule of thumb. Like for anal, much. you just go real slow yeah. and you keep lots of lube on it. But you know, yeah, it's because it tears the urethral mm-hmm. tissue. Really, if you go too for... fast, otherwise it'll stretch it. All sex is that nothing should really be shoved. Yeah. Or someone specifically requesting shoving and knows the risks. Yeah. Shoving should not happen in any sex, whether it's a, a dick inside of a vagina or a, um, 
a metal rod into a urethra. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very shocking fetish to see. Um, much like like uh, what comes to mind. I guess like extreme forms of BDSM where there's like the, the girls who've been strapped up and have become like parts of cars mm-hmm. or like blood play or like... Uh, when people have like are bondaged so tightly that like they're being mal or like disfo- disfigured. Yeah. People eat their own scat and stuff like this is this is really extreme. And when you when you look at clips of this, it is hard not to have a visceral reaction. Mm-hmm. It looks like an injury. It looks like it's someone being impaled. Well, it depends. It depends because I feel like from the stuff that I read, a lot of people kind of toy with this a little bit, maybe in like early sexual development. Like, hey, playing with this particular part of my anatomy feels good. Let me try this. And sometimes it doesn't pan out the way that they think. See, I actually remember from a very young age, because, and I, I guess this might be too personal for the show, but like everyone goes to that age where they're kind of discovering themselves. Right. And I actually distinctly remember like figuring out that like if you touch the inside, it fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. And I mean, do you have that memory locked away inside your head of like figuring out your own body and realizing, like, oh, don't touch the inside of that thing. It fucking hurts. I've never touched the inside of it. Not even oh. when you were like five or six and you're just like fucking around trying to get like acclimated? No, I mean, I've like made it talk before, but... <laughs> and you never said like, what happened <laughs> I mean, if I just hey. stuck my pinky like, yeah, no, at no, that? And no. you go like, oh shit, that hurts. No. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Apparently some people find that, um, that sensation like really, really pleasurable. Well, and frankly... I didn't realize this until I was re- reaching, reaching, reading about this um, today. You can actually stimulate the prostate yeah. that way, which they I was a, like, no. I didn't realize yeah. that was all connected. Like, That's obviously, long. it's a curved sounding implement. It looks uh-huh. like the thing that used to take brains or, out of ancient Egyptians. It's, it's got like a little, little, uh-huh. hook, a little like shepherd's hook at yeah. the end of it. That uh, yeah, you reach it all the way in, and you. Diddle it around and you can stimulate the prostate. Hold on, hold right. on, hold on. So if you were to attach like a little red string to the ending of that thing and bring it to the prostate and then you had someone else go into the butthole and reach real deep, you could string a string no. that went no. into the penis that came out the butthole. No, no, no. You're no, touching no. the prostate. No. Yeah, you can touch your prostate from outside of your body. <clears throat> right. It's stimulating it. It's just rubbing it. Gotcha. It's, it's like, in... I just touched you. That's like me saying that I touched your bone. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm in it now. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I No, it's okay. I did the same there's thing. There's a bunch of like, tubes what? in there. I don't know how they work. I thought, okay, prostate, you know, stimulation, that's definitely through the butthole. So when it said you can do that through sounding through the penis, I was like, wow. Because, you know, like the butt, the butthole and the, the pee hole are connected in the same tube. Mm-hmm. That's, that's health, why sometimes you poop out of your pee. A, health, a healthy person <laughs> has that, that connection. <laughs> we need a doctor to explain. She'll walk in with a chart. Can you, you know? imagine was... someone sounding with a really long metal rod and like an earthquake happens or like a fire alarm goes off? You have to like <laughs> delicately take that thing out. Ugh. Apparently <laughs> out isn't as bad as going in. I don't doubt that. Yeah, they, you have to make sure to have, well, like you see in the diagram, uh, little like hilts now on stuff because uh stuff will slip into oh. your bladder and get stuck in there and you'll have to have surgery to have it removed. no okay i do have one dumb person question this is the same 
thing is a catheter, correct? A yes. catheter does no. go... No. Okay. It goes in the same hole. It goes in the same hole, but it doesn't provide the same function. Correct. No, correct. it does not, but yeah. when I think of sounding, that is the same as someone insulting a catheter. It's kind of. It goes down the, the same The insertion is very much the same. But, I mean, imagine a catheter goes into a flaccid penis as well. So yes, it's it designed yeah. differently. Yeah. I don't imagine that, like, every single time you insert a catheter, you have to get a chubby yeah. first. And no. it's designed to have you urinate. So yeah, it, right. well, so yeah. it's hollow, and it couldn't go into a an erect penis because your penis keeps you from urinating when you're erect. Right. Uh, yes. Also, it's smoother and softer. Yes, like a catheter is made to be flexible. Made of jello. <laughs> uh, yeah, quite. there are uh, there's a, a few different materials besides the glass and metal that you guys have mentioned. Right. Uh, some people Vinyl. use rubber fishing worms, which I was like, that seems kind of big to start with, but uh, cotton swabs or mm. ice. I guess some people are just tough. Ice is dangerous because it can break. Yeah, but then it would just... Oh. But it's still sharp. Oh. I just think it'd be cold like that. Ooh. Yeah, uh, some people uh, use uh, one quarter inch diameter stainless steel balls. And okay, they but... shove a bunch of them in their dick, masturbate to the point of ejaculation, and then shoot out the balls. Like a machine gun is what the description says. I mean, that that's pretty serious amazing. Serious trajectory. I gotta find a video of that because that sounds pretty fantastic. And then uh, they have to count the steel balls to be sure that none of them are stuck in the urethra. My urethra. Um, I, I don't know what to say because I'm uncomfortable. Let's talk about the kind of the giving you a visual of what a sound should start looking like oh, from the sorry. very beginning. I've got I've got two more examples. Uh, Hairpins have been uh, removed from people's urethra. Uh, plastic tubes we know about, uh, and then uh, even a small snake has been removed from someone's urethra no. because it got stuck in and had to be surgically I, removed. No, did it live? I doubt it. Well, it depends on if it went in head first or tail first. Can you imagine <laughs> if, it was, if it was in tail first? That would be quite a surprise for the doctor. Well, also, doctor. like the way that scales are, that yeah. would be very painful putting it in rather like backwards mm-hmm. rather than forwards. I don't know. Head first, whatever. Can you imagine going down to examine a man's dick at an ER and you're just a doctor and all of a sudden a fucking snake crawls out of that man's dick? What do you do? Well, you go. You retire. You You retire. (laughs) You get the anti venom first. I. Not all snakes are venomous. I'm joking. Clearly. We're going to have to jack it out of you. Well, I should tell you. You ask him if he's an X Man? (laughs) (laughs) That's a strange superpower. And why is that the worst power? Hey, you come ropes, I come snakes. My name's Snake Comer. No. <laughs> All right. All right, Dana, what it should look oh, like, what people are okay. into. So first off, um, it should be mentioned that there's no one-size-fits-all kind of approach to sounding. Um, it looks like a lot of it has to do with like what you feel would best suit whatever orifice you're trying to um, sound. So if you're, you know, you have a very large urethral opening, then you can probably use something that's larger. If it's something that's very small, you're going to have to go slower and probably use a smaller sound. Um, Most people start with um, something in the 
A sharpened candy cane. Something in the neighborhood of, um, let's see here. A McDonald's Well, the most common type of sound used is the Van Buren, which is curved at one end, and ranges from 0.2 inches to 0.28 inches in diameter. Uh, The French equivalent of sounding sizes is 16 and 22. Apparently there's a French equivalent for sounding sizes. Mm. What? What? I guess there's a French standard for sounding. I don't know. I mean, a gate left. Well, there's a bunch that you can buy that are ready-made, um, but they need to be perfectly smooth, and that's the main thing, is you don't want anything going in there that's going to scratch the inside um, of the urethra. I know Saddam Hussein used to torture people with a, a device that was like sounding. Ooh, really? Mm-hmm. It was some sort of like glass structure that you put up a dick, and if the man got hard, it would break. <gasps> so it would be this like Was that real, or was that... Just propaganda? Propaganda. Yeah, I don't know. Because I also remember hearing that. Yeah, it's one of those, it's like kind of like the Blumpkin story. Like, oh, that very well could have been made up. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember it being Saddam Hussein or I heard Dick it I don't know. Well, and also, a lot of sounds come in different lengths. So um, whether or not you have a particular um, desire for one that's particularly, like, broad. I don't want to say broad. What do you call it? Girthy? girthy. I don't want to say girthy. Thick. Um, but they can be up to like, you know, 12, 12 inches long, um, which actually extends all the way up into the bladder. Um, which apparently if you go all the way up into the bladder, it's supposedly there's a very special sensation as the tip works its way past the bladder sphincter. So there's like... You're playing with, like, a butthole inside of your body. Yes, apparently. Um, So a lot of times going with something... Are there even nerve endings up there? No, but apparently you can feel that. I mean, it would be the same sensation as you need to pee and then finally releasing that. Whoa. That's wild. And it's, like, turning off and on, off and on. Kind of, I guess. That's the way I'm understanding it from what I'm reading. on the tip of it. Um, actually I've seen some of those flexible sounds that have a light and you can watch the light go all the way up into the penis. And... Yeah. You showed us that like two weeks ago for yeah. some reason. I don't know why I did that, but that was probably you interesting. You like to be fascinated and horrified on this show. <laughs> I don't think it was related to the episode. It was, it was pre-search. I forget what it was. We were researching something. Um. Something having to do with sex. that's a good starting point um anyways but you should start with a sound that's probably six millimeters in diameter and work up from there whatever you use go in slow and easy what is that in freedom units in freedom units i don't really know um but don't hesitate to pull the rod back out especially if something hurts if something hurts at all like you should definitely stop um, like any other kind of like sexual practice like if it hurts you should probably stop and pull back this seems to me that it's going to hurt no matter what until you get used to the stretching. Yes, to a point is what I've understood. Um, it says here, don't hesitate to use more lube. Um, in time, it will be easy and pleasurable, but the first stuffing sessions will leave your urethra with a stinging sensation afterwards when peeing. Um, the urethra needs to toughen up, and it will. So use lots of lube. And definitely use a lube that's not going to go super sticky on you. I was about to ask um, if you, there's a particular kind of lube for this just because it's going to a remarkably sensitive, actually inside of the body. Right. My research says glycerin-based is probably best, so something like Astroglide um, would probably be best. 
because it won't get sticky on you like most water-based lubricants Yeah, you go in, you grab one of those huge tubs of petroleum jelly and just (laughs) grab a handful. And just that's as much as you need. Um, Just a fistful of lube. But before you even get started, you definitely want to make sure everything is clean. Um, Make sure your hands are cleaned and washed because anything that's going to be touching that sound that's going to be going inside you, you, the last thing you want to do is come out of something like this with um, like a, I don't know, a bladder infection. A UTI. Yeah. Something like that. Because that would be no bueno. Um, So. Boys can get bladder infections and they suck. This is one reason why. Cranberries. (laughs) <laughs> the research I did advocates for using steel sounds um, that are like polished steel. Just steel self. Um, uh, well, because it's no, very bronze easy. Is, bronze is self uh, cleaning, Cop- not self cleaning. Copper, copper, whichever one. Yeah, one of them kills germs. Yeah, um, but the the main thing you want to do is make sure that you sterilize it. And that's what's great about steel sounds is a lot of them can be sterilized very easily. Um, cleaned with something like cavicide and then, you know, uh, with boiled water or something like that. Um, it's very easy to sterilize this, at least to the extent that you would need. Um, so it's important to definitely make sure that you keep everything very, very clean and find something that's going to be medical grade. Because if you don't use something that's medical grade, then it's going inside your body, then it might cause problems. And the last thing you want to do juice. the last thing you want to do is sound with a rusty sound and uh, the uh, the rubber fishing worms uh, can be sterilized in a pressure cooker yeah uh, and then uh, uh, you want to use sterile 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 water if you're gonna do the ice technique Ooh, no nope I don't want to thanks sorry I'm being so quiet I'm j- sitting here just trying to imagine how these things would feel and um to me, it sounds like it's a lot of effort. It sounds like a lot of pain. Well, but if you're curious about that sensation, and that's something that you enjoy doing, one thing I also did find was a couple um, that was actually joint sounding, which was interesting. It was very much like a, a double-headed... Um, dildo. Dildo, yeah. It's the double-headed sound. Yes, yes. Oh, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about docking. Mm-hmm. That's why I showed you guys that. Anyways... Kind of somewhere along the lines of sounding, sound docking. Was this a male to male or male to female? Um, I've seen both. So um, two males that both were using a very long, probably 12 inch sound. It's a freedom bridge. It's two penises impaled on the same shish kebab. Right. Coming together and kissing. Yeah. And fucking each other's bladders. Yes. Which was something that we've kind of discussed whenever we were talking about docking. I want to show a photograph of that to Mike Pence and watch him cry blood. Only go tell his mommy. He about always it. cries blood. No, he's he was, possessed by the devil. Actually, <laughs> absolutely cry blood seeing that. He'll have to go tell mom about it. Oh, it's so weird how he calls his wife mom. Anyways, oh, yeah. mother, not mother. mom. I'm sorry. It's mother. creepier. Yeah, mother. Very much like Hitchcock's. <laughs> he's like he's like a serial mother. killer from any number of movies. Right. Um, anyways, kind of strange. But then there was also one that had a guy who had a sound um, coming out of his penis. And she was basically kind of like, I don't want to say, like cowboy-esque style. Yeah. Um, but had the sound going into um, the very top of her like clitoral hood and going up into her urethra as well. For those of you so. who are uninformed, that is what a female sound, which we're focusing mostly on the dick, but a female right. sound is in the vagina, no. into the cave, and then up their urethra. Not exactly. That's not where the urethra is. The urethra is outside of the vagina. 
And the I probably anatomical jewel. Give me a give me a, a diagram of a vagina. I've never seen one before. In the anatomical jewel that is um the vagina. Okay. I'm looking at a I'm There's the cave. vagina. That's the cave. There's the urethra. I call that inside. It's inside it's the, the little button at the top. What, what are the well, the button at the top is the What are the flaps? Clitoris. What are the flaps? Which is where the urethra is. No, the urethra is right below it. Right there. That's the it's, yeah. So right I refer there. to inside yeah. of the vagina of everything inside of the labia. Mm-hmm. And if it's inside of the labia, it's inside of the vagina to me. It's just the other hole inside of the labia. Oh, that's the diagram under virgins for some reason. That's scary. Well, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. But yeah, inside of the, the labia is inside of the vagina by my definition. Okay. Least. All right. I think the vagina is the whole thing, isn't it? It's a collective. It's, it's <laughs> no. the... It's no. That, the outside and the inside, the like interior. It's, it's the whole kit and caboodle. If you've never if seen a, a vagina a... before, it is a teardrop shape that's very skinny with flaps on the outside. And if you peel those flaps back, you got two holes like a colon. But yeah, the vagina is the entire thing. It's not any no. singular organ, right? No. No. What's the whole thing called? The whole thing is the vagina. The whole thing is the anatomical cunt. No, I, I think it's a vagina. Allowed to say that. You're allowed to say that. It's being reclaimed by feminists everywhere. It's the anatomical pink vagina, pink um, triangle pink of sock. everything. Yeah, it's vagina called the vagina. The vagina is no, everything. No, the vagina is just the lower hole. Okay. That's so the middle hole. The top the, hole is the urethra. So wait, if I if, if I see a... Well, I don't know I'm going to have to pull out that. my pants, aren't I? No. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> I'm good. Um, there's... But then, what do you call like the the labia when you see like, the labia? You call them labia. They're lips. Is it called a vag? Maybe the vag is everything. But it's kind of like how you can refer to the ooh the dick. box, the lady bits. No, we don't use the term box. That's a horrible. Everything's <laughs> in the box, though. It's not even box. The shaped. snatch. The snatch. Is that what they mean by the thinking gash. outside the box? I hate the gash. I hate the gash. Frothing at the sounds gash. like a wound. Oh my god. Um, Axe wound. That's another one. But yeah, uh, even people on Pornhub are confused about this because whenever I was Googling urethral sounding, they were like, look, I'm putting it in her urethra. It's the vagina. They so got that mixed up. There's the, there's the, maybe she just has a giant urethra that's like lower. Clit, urethra, vagina, hymen, butthole. The clit rests directly on top and of the urethra. And then all around that is labia. is labia. The labia. And then the whole thing doesn't have a name. Is lady bits. Genitalia. Yes. There you go. I mean, what would you call the entire penis? Because technically the penis is just the head. The, pe- the penis does not include the testicles. Uh, exactly. Exactly. The twig and berries. <laughs> the royal jewels. Yeah. No, that's just balls. Oh. It's a family Wait, I jewels. thought it was everything. Royal jewels is just the balls. I think it's everything. Oh. It's plural it jewels. It's the two. It's the yeah, two jewels. It's, but the, the actual royal jewels are the <laughs> crown and scepter. Yeah. Oh, I think actually Chris is right on this one. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but yes, the, the ending conversation is we do know what vaginas are and we know how they work. <laughs> Apparently we don't. Well, Dana might. <laughs> I still think of the vagina's everything. Uh, I still refer no. to the vagina's everything inside of the labia. The urethra is just a part of the I was vagina. Cl- I include the labia. It's everything. No, it's it's not, though. Like, if you're in somebody's vagina, you're in their middle hole. Everything else is just kind of what hangs out outside. But like a scrotum, if someone a scrotum can be part of a penis by someone's definition, I guess. Here's the church. Here's the steeple. No one can see what Open you're doing with your hands. Open up the labia, and there's all the vagina. I don't think that's how the saying goes. I don't <laughs> no. think it's open up the labia. <laughs> all right. 
with, with, with tentacle, with, with tentacle like fingers that both of you did for some reason. <laughs> it's a it's a sloppy thing. Maybe I I guess I haven't seen enough vaginas. I haven't seen many with tentacles. They're very sloppy. They're, just, they're little little. <laughs> the tentacle sharks. ones are hard to find, but they're around. The vagina dentata. Uh, so I, see vagina dentata. That's on my side. The whole thing's got teeth. No, no in a vagina no. dentata, only the second hole has teeth. See? I thought the whole thing did. That's why it's a vagina. Because vagina it's a mouth. Dentata. Do we see the vagina dentata in the movie teeth? I think so. No, I don't think you do. But I think it's implied that it's just like a little guillotine that's only in the actual, the, yeah. the, the secondary hole. Much like when you're noodling for catfish. You don't know anything's up in there until you, you get up in there. You never noodle for catfish. You can lose an arm. You can lose an arm noodling for yeah, catfish. Yeah, noodling for catfish is outlawed in a lot of states. Oh, that's because you're not. You might not get a catfish. You might get something else. Yeah, like an alligator. Oh, a, I don't an know. alligator, a river shark. Cool. Uh, at the end of the day, do we have any female accounts of how sounding feels? Is it the same? Is it the same tubes that go up to the sphincter of the bladder? It just doesn't go to the bra- the prostate. Oh, we've got to take a break. We'll be back. In five minutes. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Give it a minute, we'll take a break. Break, 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 break. This is an intermission song. You gotta give it on. I wanna... So Dana, do we have a female perspective? We're back from break. So Dana, do we have a female perspective on what it feels like to for a lady to take a, the stick up her urethra where it goes into the sphincter of the bladder. And what kind of stick would you like to use? That's the interesting part. Um, I was really grateful that there was some insight here. Oh, wow. Um, you have that ready to go, huh? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's the most authentic wow I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Um, (laughs) okay, so it says here, um, though this is usually believed to be a male-only sport, women are now getting on the bandwagon. Sport? Yeah. Who wins? Everybody. The urethra. Everybody, yeah. Um, it does kind of make sense that it's traditionally viewed as male-only. The male urethra is naturally longer and larger, um, than a female urethra. So in this regard, it makes sense as it can easily accommodate for a penis plug or urethral sound. The female urethra is much shorter and thinner in every sense of the word, but apparently, um, let's see here. Oh, um, it can actually stimulate the clit. <laughs> the clitoris. I feel like well, that does research, you assholes. That okay. is not true. I bought a whole book that has research for me. Every yeah. week I practice comedy bits <laughs> so I can stay sharp and react in funny Wait, ways. Wait, you practice this? No. Not okay, at all. I was going to say. It says here don't Should forget the clitoris <laughs> is far more interconnected to the female genitals than previously, previously thought. In fact, it is argued in recent reports that the G spot is actually an extension of the clitoris, which is why some women can have full body orgasms so in this sense the clitoral region is not just a center in itself but is connected in a part of the female arousal system and ultimately the entire female pleasure system so when sounding um so the g-spot's part of the clitoris no or the urethra you make my brain hurt women when sounding need to take great care making sure that they're stimulating and not hurting themselves um, because we, it is such a smaller, shorter opening. Can women orgasm through peeing? Can men orgasm through peeing? You mean, can they pee through orgasm? No. Orgasm while they're peeing. Because of peeing. 
I think we need to abandon this. I think we need to abandon Chris. I think we need to abandon Well, the pee doesn't this. hit the prostate in the, the guy because there's nothing to hit in it. But it sounds like from th- what this article is saying that uh, it just kind of exists. Since it just kind of exists around the two of them. It, well, the mm-hmm. G-spot and the clitoris, which might be might right. or might not be the same thing. The only thing, uh, The only thing that you need to take into account is make sure, even though if you're using a sound, that you're not using the very smallest one. You might pick a thin one thinking it's safer. Like a yarn um, needle. Oh, well, I was a thinking, yarn like, needle is much too big. Uh, yeah. Do you know how well, big a yarn needle is? A spaghetti It's needle. also sharp. Um, so you don't want to use something that's going to be thin because it might pierce or tear through the urethral wall, which Oof. you absolutely do not want to do Oof. that. Has anyone um, tried making spaghetti by sounding? No, Chris. Just letting, no, just no, letting the spaghetti no. just absorb the... You can also get your partner to continually stimulate <laughs> the clitoris and other parts of your body for greater sensation. Um, so while, while you're doing, while you're sounding, you can also like stimulate other parts. Um... And apparently, that might help you be more comfortable. So, so you, yeah, that's kind of what it says here. What if you did it while they were peeing? So there's like pee coming out and there's a stick going up. You would probably want to use something that, hollow so you could pee through the thing because otherwise that hole is kind of plugged. Like a used I, Taco Bell straw. That sounds like it'd no. be really difficult and you would have to be playing the music from Interstellar. When he's trying to connect. <laughs> well, the thing I keep getting about this one, and, and, and I, again, I, I'm not trying to kink shame at all, because if this is some, something someone enjoys, I would like to hear from them and hear their perspective, mm-hmm. just because it feels like a lot of work for little payoff. Right. And I, that's just, that's that's an outsider looking in, yeah. and we, there's not a ton of research or commentary on this particular fetish. The fact that there are people who do it says that there are people who are getting a benefit out of it. But it just seems like you have to be so careful. Anything can go wrong so easily. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly dangerous. Well, and that's why I think that's going to reflect when we get to the FDI. Like, we're going to talk about that, like, in terms of, like, the danger factor, how easily it is to injure yourself. But at the same time, whenever you're starting anything new, it requires a certain amount of diligence. And so, and right. vigilance. Are we just going to keep Pestilence. using synonyms? <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Um, but yeah, some people some people may not feel any pain at all. They might actually just feel that you know unique sensation of something of a sound going in and out. Because that's the thing is that you it goes in and out. Um, and as as we saw in the video, kind of before we got started, some of them are not ribbed, but they're like um, they look like they anal curve. beads. Yeah, they're not so, beads struck, but it looks like a stirring stick. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of like got that kind of a texture. So that does probably feel really nice going in and out and in and out of whatever urethra you're, you know, sounding. Different strokes for different folks, but right. yeah, I'm sure it's right. a very unique sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to talk about. Um, oh, did you have something else? No. Um, I would like to talk about the end game of sounding, the ultimate point of it, which is... um, The ultimate point of sounding is not to stretch your dick out. No. The ultimate point of... Yeah. Real quick side note. You can uh, theorize that sounding would make your dick bigger. It's kind of bullshit. But uh, more importantly... Well, it does um, stretch your dick, so it kind of makes it bigger. No, Chris, I'm here to talk about what I I think is kind of like the penultimate sex act of all time. The second to last sex act? A dick fucking a dick. That's... Yeah, me me to tone the word I me to tell me yes, but that is actually getting a surgery performed, or not even getting a surgery performed. That is cutting uh, your urethra to be bigger, so that it can accept a dick. 
Well, or whatever. That could be one of larger. the. That could be one of the you know outcomes. All right, I gotta I gotta just Google images meet on me real quick. See if I can see an actual photograph of a dick eating a dick. Just gotta see. I just gotta see, because that's a that's a lot to take in. Um, someone else say something while I look. Uh, uh, males and females in Malaysia and Singapore sometimes insert phonograph needles or metal charms into the mons pubis area. Uh, this is about insertion. Well, I think a lot of this has to deal with sexual piercings as well, because a lot of times you have to use a surgical, like a sound in order to accomplish a dick piercing, um, or a clitoral piercing. And Tommy is having a... Is it a dick and a dick? Eye poppingly. Nope, it's just, uh... Tommy turned into that kid from Troll 2. Oh, God, it's... Oh, you don't want to look. I want to see. All right. What did... Yo, you are... Yeah. I thought you were looking up dicks and dicks, not a fucking dick surgery. Oh, this is not dick. This is not dick on dick. This is a, a, a dick. That is a dick cut open. Oh. It looks kind of like the chest burster. It looks I, I a lot see. like a chest burster. It looks this... Look, it's a scene from Alien. It's a dick that has been uh, cut... Why? Cut open like you cut open a hot dog to grill flat. <laughs> to widen it, I assume. To widen the urethra. It says lichen yeah. sclerosis. Oh, there's a diagram. Is that when you become a wolf? That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> I was like, what? Should we look at what? Oh. No. Look, look, Chris. We're having a good old time now. Um, what is, what, what is it, surgery are they performing? Management... This is like that episode of South Park where they showed a sex change surgery without warning anyone. Yeah, that was right. a bit of a transphobic um, episode, huh? The whole series is transphobic. So, yeah. there's still so much education that obviously needs to happen on this topic. And it's interesting that we've gotten to talk about some of it. But I feel like a lot of it, we've just kind of barely skinned the surface. Um, just kind of wrapping our brains Speaking around how this actually works. Skinning a surface... Why though? It's another dick surgery. Ta- it's Tommy's a looking at dick that's dick been surgeries. opened and skinned. Uh, if you follow oh, us on Twitter, God. don't worry. None of these pictures will ever be posted. Oh <laughs> God! Not. It looks like a ass on the ending of a dick. It's just it's just dicks that are being mutilated for surgery. Okay, so should we talk a little bit about some products that exist out there? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, those, uh, ice cube trays that are, like, long for water bottles. Stirring sticks. Those are thick, though. Well, yeah, it's expert level, but, you know. Maybe so. Stirring straws. Um, so there's all kinds of stuff. There's, this one's really cool. It's a flexible urethral sound, but it also vibrates. And it also functions as a reading lamp. (laughs) <laughs> Some of them do have lights on them. Um, this one's called the Cadence Extreme 10 Times Vibrating Urethral Sound um, from Healthy and Active, running about $40. Keeping up the great tradition of giving a thing 20 names. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also lots that are set up for E-STEM, which we haven't had an electrosex episode yet. Um, but something that actually gives off electrical pulses. That yeah. one down, um, I like to stick a rod up my dick and then shock my bladder. That one right. down there is on a necklace. I'm hey, not sure how yo, I feel about that. we're not that. looking down there. I'm sorry, your ADHD is not allowing you to pay attention, but... I can't We're going to stay on top. I can't read that far away, so Good. all I see is the stick and can't it read it. It looks like a, a um, vape pen. 
There's also a bunch of different um, sounding kits that you can purchase. It's like anal training, except with Basically, sounding. Basically, yeah. You start with the smallest one and work your way up. That looks very much um, like something Dexter would use to murder someone. Here we go. This one looks really interesting as well. It's looks called like the Rattlesnake. Um, the Western Diamondback Rattlesnake Flexible Urethral Sound. Um, this is from the Chain Gang. And fr- frankly, the Chain Gang has a lot of um, different options of different kinds of urethral sounds. They come up with all kinds of stuff, and a lot of it is stuff that's made for this purpose. So um, they're not just carrying around pig axes and destroying right, dirt? Right, or ice picks or something like that's that. That's what Chain Gangs do. Um, good joke, Chris. Thanks. There's also a silicone urethral sounding training set, which frankly, I think would probably be not a bad place to start if this is something that you're interested in. Um, again, this is from Healthy and Active, and it runs about $27, but it's just a silicone um, sound trainer Just three set. silicone worms. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not bad. Price. So probably not is, a bad it place It is to start. $8 shipping, which, I mean, I don't think they should be $8. Should Why be. can't I just use pipe cleaners? Because <laughs> it's not healthy. What kind? Or safe. The ones um, that are used for uh, like arts and crafts or the real ones? The real ones. Oh. If you're more advanced, you might consider Ooh. something called the Devil's Triangle urethral sound. It gets um, bigger as it goes. Yeah, it kind of gets larger in size. It's so, a, um, kind it, of a plug. It looks like a, um, a drill. Like a, like a really thick... Remember in uh, the second Bioshock? Yeah, when they had the the big daddy who had a long drill arm, that's what it looks like. Um, it goes inside your dick hole. And then, of course, we also have lots of like more classic looking penis plugs um, and things like that that basically form a circle, um, a, a metal circle that goes around the head of the penis, so and then the off. plug actually goes inside. So it's a small, shorter urethral sound, but um, it's kind of got a kind spout, of, so it can't fall in. Yeah, which is yeah, it kind of well, locks yeah, into place. This is a problem with stuff falling into your urethra so anyways those are some of the options that exist um i was also able to find a couple of um, resources for people that are interested in finding other people um or places to ask questions none of those are from bad dragon no no bad dragon didn't have anything like that. bad dragon's too vanilla for sounding (laughs) (laughs) well they make other things i think their focus is on other things so i was surprised um, we didn't see a demon's breath sounding thing that had like (laughs) a tentacle on the end of the sounding wand so you pulled out your dick and you had a tentacle coming out and you just slapped it that'd be terrifying what if they made a sound that also functioned like the egg egg thing ovipositor the ovipositor that shoots out those tiny quarter inch balls well then your problem is that it's gonna get stuck in your bladder no because then you like you said with the guys that you were talking about that use the little balls the book highly Says, oh, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, probably. don't do this. You're going to get little metal balls stuck in your dick. <laughs> oh, my And then my you got to have one of those pictures that Tommy was fascinated by. They were fascinating. They also looked really painful. So, anyways, no. okay. I did find some it's like interesting the groups. man, except with your dick. I've, oh, shit. Um, I did find some interesting uh, groups, um, but not very many. These are, these are, this is a few and far between. It's a very shocking, um, relatively obscure fetish if I had to have No, guess. shocking is the yeah, stimulation. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, so there's ha, one ha, ha, ha. Um, that's called Sounding and Urethral Insertion on FetLife, um, which actually is pretty sizable and it has everything. It's, it's a group that's dedicated to all aspects of urethral penetration. Catheters, sounds, dilators, wands, piercing, and everything. Anything else you can stuff inside your pee hole both women and men so 
um, kind of a large group encompassing everything we kind of discussed briefly today. Um, guess how many members there are? 610. Well, I was already going to go with a thousand, but uh, Dana was motioning upwards, which I would consider cheating. So I'm removing myself from this game. Okay, fine. Uh, Actually, you're both way low. (laughs) There is 8,610 members. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. I mean, that's not the biggest we've ever seen, but that's that's a larger community that I would have anticipated for something. Well, it's also, she was saying that it seems that this is all concentrated in like one group or much fewer groups than mm-hmm. some of the other stuff we've seen. Well, and so that's, I, I just thought that was kind of like a, I don't know, a larger looking group considering everything that they're, they're talking about within that group. Another group is called CBT urethral insertion. CBT? Um, so, um, cock, marijuana, no, cock CBD. and ball. I know. I was joking. Uh, cock and ball torture. CBT. Whoa. Um, if you go walk into a store, you want to make sure you read it three or four times. Because there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of CBD places popping up in Texas. I was going to make the same joke. Be careful what you ask for. So this is well, probably okay. specifically um, dealing with, you know, people with penises um, and, and urethral insertion. So I would say probably. Yeah. Yeah. But only probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Only probably. Guess how many people are in this group? Three. hundred. Uh, 1,197. Dang. And then we have one group that's also just female sounding and urethral stimulation. Um, and it's only, only for females. Um, it's been, How often do people post in these asking for like music recommendations? (laughs) I don't know, but this one's a pretty active group. So female sounding and urethral stimulation. Guess how many members are in this group? Two. Hundred. 2,988. Really? There are more women uh, members in this women's urethral stimulation group. Than there are in cock and ball torture. Uh Uh-huh. That's fascinating. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. But as a whole, it says there's the... Then you have the larger group that's both, and it's 8,610. So that's actually quite a few people um, who are, you know, taking part in this particular fetish, which I think is pretty fascinating. Anyways, so yeah, there's your by the numbers. I tried to get a more, um, I tried to get like a, a good number or a good idea of what's on Pornhub, but frankly, for some reason, I was having a hard time finding the number um, of relevant responses or relevant um, uh, videos. On Pornhub, when I tried sounding, I got a lot of videos that were like auditory porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of them, even if you did search on Pornhub and try to get a number of how many actual sounding videos there were, a lot of them would be misconstrued. Well, before we watched the terrifying video, Dana pulled up another one where we figured out that the dick was fake. Yeah. It was, it was this lady sounding a dude's dick, mm-hmm. and it, it was just too big, and he was in too little pain. He he just wasn't reacting enough. He was um, too, he yeah. was too um, like... He was too bored to have a, like, stick going in and out of his dick. And I, I pointed out that a lot of porn does use fake dicks. Because, one, it's hard to maintain an erection for the hours on end that they have to go. Which is actually one of the things they look for in porn stars, is that people who can maintain an erection for a long time. But uh, they use, you know, fake dicks to be to look bigger. And just because it is easier to just be like, okay, well now it can come whenever we want. Because we just have to be like... His scrotum right. looked uh, fake. It looked like a bubble gum. Well, bio. if you do want to watch an a, interesting it had video, a clear seam. Mm. Yeah. If you want to watch an interesting video, the one that we were all kind of surprised and shocked by. No. Um, 
No, we should let the, let's let the audience in on that. They can experience our pain. Yeah, on Pornhub, it's called Fucking Machine with Electrode in Cock and Balls Orgasm E-Stim Come Sounding. You the will great uh, tradition of adding every word you can think of to the title. Basically, yeah. And if you go back to the very beginning of this episode, you can hear us shrieking at that. Um, that was the most shrieking we've done. That was Because it was surprising. You're like, okay, there's the sound, and here's... His penis, and then all of a sudden it just goes shroom. It's like, yeah, because oh. it went from yeah, like zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to go slow and use lots of lube, yeah. and also maybe not shock it at the same time. Also, it had like whoever directed it, fantastic, <laughs> built up so much tension for a long time. I was like, is this just not going to happen? Because it was just like lining up. He was having trouble with the controls. It just didn't look like it was going to work, and then just. It was in him. Nice mm-hmm. beige lighting. Yeah. Um, do we want to move to the FDI? I think so. I think that would... I think, you know, we've reached that point where we've pretty much covered the topic. I always go first, and we're going to break with convention. Someone else take it. Oh, sure. I'll go first. Uh, this is a uh, very difficult thing to uh, talk about. Uh, I have an opinion that... It, it's kind of, it, this kind of reminds me of like, uh, what's, blood play. no, not blood play, you know, uh, like, uh, using, uh, flashlights mm-hmm. where there's so much cleanup and there's like so much that you have to set up and then there's so much cleanup that you have to be super dedicated to it. And sometimes it just doesn't seem like it's worth it. But if you do find it worth it, good for you. You just have to have a lot of dedication to this and do a lot of research for it. Yeah. And there is so much set around, like, making sure your things are sterile that if you are too excited about it, you can move forward too quickly. You can damage some tissue, as we definitely saw in a video where that guy got pounded. Yeah. Uh, a machine. Yeah. Uh, so with the sterilization elements and the tearing open your urethra tube elements... I will give it a three and a half. Dana. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna give it I think I'm kind of up there with you. I would say this really requires the utmost diligence and sterilization and cleaning and also communication, especially if this is something that you're because I mean it is something you could do with yourself. Um, and it seems a lot of people do. Um, if they, you know, practice this, they probably do this alone, but they're also, I don't know. I think it'd be important to have just in case something does go wrong. Somebody needs to know, like you might want to have a, I don't know, a phone, a friend option. (laughs) And there's so many choices in materials Mm -hmm. that sounds kind of like an RPG where it's like, oh, you can use the steel one, but if you use the steel one, you don't get this sensation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point. We talked about this with some other Oh, gosh, some other topic where we were talking about, like, oh, you can put that in the freezer and it'll be nice and cold. Or you can put it in some warm water and then it'll be nice and warm. You get to use the ice if you want, (laughs) which I'm sure gives a interesting sensation. Mm -hmm. But then you have the risk of it shattering. And you can use glass and see inside your dick hole, I guess. Sounds exciting. Yeah. It would be, I don't know, it'd be interesting. I guess just, I think this requires the utmost diligence. Um, you can use a uh, like uh, optical fiber and send uh, send data up your dick <laughs> for all you computer geeks. Okay, well, so I'm going to say this is probably close to a three and a half or a four. 
So I've been thinking of this, and that's why, why I want to go last, is because I've been trying to figure out what's the best uh, rating for this. I think when something goes on the FDI, a lot of that number is built towards someone who's doing it for the first time rather yeah. than someone who's really experienced with it. Yeah, I, I didn't want to give this a high rating because the people who are used to sounding and who've mm-hmm. been doing sounding for a long time, after long enough, it's going to kind of be a one for them because right. they've learned the ropes and because like they, they probably think we're being overdramatic about it because they're used to it. <clears throat> but right. I go back to the idea of someone who's doing it for the very first time and... Because of that, I want to give it a four. It's different from blood play, mm-hmm. where like you know, there's that that level of vigilance that's required every single time. This has a level of vigilance that's required every time, but also there's a familiarity that'll come with it after a while. Uh, yeah, it becomes mm-hmm. like it becomes habitual. uniform. But I, I gotta give you have to give a rating off of something at the highest it possibly can be. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that if you're first getting into this, you have to be so careful when you're first adjusting to sounding. It's yeah. something that you have to be so smart. So clean, so well researched about that. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with giving it four. And as I say every single time we we, we talk about it, there's nothing wrong with stuff that's four. Oh, there could, and there could be issues with like if you're using a one of the training kits that maybe you think, oh, it's time for me to upgrade to the next level, and it's not. Yeah, and you end up tearing something, or it just would hurt. I mean, it, it, it's it is a such an extreme act. We didn't really talk about motive so much because it's been assumed it's a physical kink. I'm sure there's lots of folks who are into this mm-hmm. entirely because it's so shocking. Right, it is such a like loud, audacious statement of like of uh, of being outside of the sexual norm because right. it's extreme. Um, yeah, one of the things the book talked about is that it is a way to give complete control over to a dominant. Yes. Um, on, and on a psychological level, this is as vulnerable as a human being can be. Is you are going up a dick, mm-hmm. which is I, I talk sometimes about like the poetry of sex. And right. This is that's a very much like a direct inversion. You talk mm-hmm. about how a, a BDSM relationship, a male who becomes submissive to a dominant female, sounding fits into that idea of a, of a male being penetrated at the ending of his sword. That's. That's like a big idea, and on a very fundamental level, it's shocking to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, if you were going to show it to, like, a fundament, yeah, they would be like, no, dicks go in things. Yeah. Things don't dicks go, go in, in things. things. Well, that's, but the same could be said about, like, butt stuff. Like, oh no, that's an exit only. Exactly. It's, but it's that's the your, same that thinking. is your opinion of the butt stuff, though. Right. But I'm talking about the poetry of sex, and so I'm not trying to say this in a sense of it's wrong because it's weird. Yeah. I'm trying to say it is shocking. And I, I think that a dick inside of a butt, it, it, it's shocking to some people, but I'd call them prudes. Mm-hmm. A, a, a rod going inside of a dick or a dick going inside of a dick, that, that's, that's a pretty tall order. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It requires a lot of forethought and vigilance and is not something that can be, you're drunk and say, hey, let's just do that. Mm -hmm. It requires some thought. I like how raw we got to kind of experience this today because, like, I feel like we kind of learned this one together. We kind of learned this one on the fly, I feel (laughs) like. Um, We got to experience the shock and awe of trying to, like, wrap our brains around how, like, okay, obviously there's, like, there's like sounding okay sticking something it's like small up in your urethra yeah. but then there's also people that are like shocking those things and making it go up and down and up and down like really quickly into their you know and it's it's there's of course like different levels of extreme yeah it's because it's like i said it's like avant-garde where it's like you know music that is 
intentionally trying to be discordant and disruptive, you know, movies that are making you feel uncomfortable and using techniques that they're not supposed to use to make, to disorient the audience. I kind of see like that or sounding is that version of sex. There's a, there's a thrill seeker element to it. I'm sure there's people who just enjoy the way it feels, though, who just were curious about it and maybe discovered it at a young age they liked it, and that's just them. Yeah. And as always, you know, as long as someone's being respectful to other people and uh, treating their own body with respect, who the fuck are we to judge them? Mm-hmm. As much as it may shock us, as much as it may shock you, they enjoy mm-hmm. it. Start small. Use lots of lube. Uh, don't put... And I think that if there's anything that goes without saying, it's that you should not be putting anything up where you could lose it. You have to make sure you have a, a grip. Yeah, have a hilt. Or something with a hilt. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, that it can't just or sink something away. that's so long that it could never get lost. Because <laughs> this entire episode, I've honestly been distracted by the thought of, yeah. like, uh, of this happening to me. What if it swallows it? This, like, that's a common issue. That yeah. ER trip. Yeah. That ER trip where you're driving in the car, that has to fucking hurt. Even if it doesn't hurt, that has to be such a terrifying feeling of like right. just being in stasis inside. Mm hmm. So much more than psychotic. I'm harboring a long metal rod in myself. That would be scary. It's a new way to uh, smuggle drugs across the border, for sure. No. No, don't even put that idea in people's heads. Mm-mm. Do you think that already hasn't been in people's heads? Clint you don't Eastwood's think... mule. <laughs> that's, what, that's what that movie's about. <laughs> Apparently he has two threesomes in that movie. Dude's 90-something years old. I don't think he's getting it up. He also uh, wrote the movie. He definitely wrote that so he could be in two threesomes. Why not just one sixsome? Yeah, I don't know. That'd I guess be a lot be more fried. efficient. But uh, I have nothing more to say. He thought that that was reaching. <laughs> not not the old, not the ninety plus year old man having two threesomes. I mean, that's that's his every day. Two threesomes with entirely different groups of people is just as outrageous as one fivesome. That's, that that's, that was the joke I was making. I know. Well, I got nothing more on this subject. Does he get sounded? Apparently, one of the threesomes uh, cuts away before you see anything. So, yes. Okay, that's wild. Uh, What is our topic next week, Dana? All right. Well, if you enjoyed this week, you can definitely join us next week for episode 72, High Bristophilia. Y'all are going to love this one because guess what? It's sexy serial killers. Oh, I thought it was where your breasts were very high. Get the fuck out. Sexy serial killers. That's seventy-two. Join us next week, and then so after that, we there's have... no such thing as sexy serial killers. It's people who find serial killers sexy. Yes, that's what we're going to talk about. Because serial killers are scum. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. not cool or funny. Uh, if you want to yeah. email us, and genuinely, I say this every, like, if you want to talk to me about sounding, I, I genuinely am curious because one of the things I would like to know is if we rated it too high on the FDI. And yeah. a really interesting question. That Tommy's always interested in. Uh, can you sound with a mozzarella stick? <laughs> yeah, I want to know this. Yeah, I very much as I, I like the idea of you know the cheese stick where it has the mozzarella. Bread. Oh yeah, you like <gasps> clinch down with your uh, with your dick and then you're able to uh, pull the cheese. Feed out. yourself. Well, yeah, you can do autofellatio. You could feed it, yourself. No, I'm just saying you put it like halfway in and then uh-huh. you squeeze down and then you break it off so the cheese. How do people pulls. contact us? <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that's like this super thick semen or cum. Cheese cum. Cheese cum. Uh, <laughs> how do people contact us if they want to come? Is that an us? upgrade? No. Cheese cum. <laughs> cheese cum. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I, wait, does it taste better? Or? No. Um, mozzarella sticks definitely taste better than semen. So Depends on who you're asking. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think okay. mozzarella All sticks right. are disgusting. 
and I've never tried semen, so... Liar. You know what? You should try it out. Hey, did you hear about that guy who was injecting himself with his own semen to try and cure back pain? That was all in the news this did week. Did it work? Did he no. cure it? No. No, like... he has a bunch of... Um, uh, embolisms? Uh, no, not embolisms. Um, is, this, is this blood? Abscesses. He has a lot of abscesses. That's that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Is his blood pregnant? No. <laughs> Wait, is this the plot to Junior? <laughs> I have nothing more. What, what, right. is, what is our goddamn email address? Is that address? kind of like HGH? Would he just get like super buff? <laughs> no. No. Do not put sperm in your blood. Do not put blood in your sperm. <laughs> if there is blood in your sperm, see a doctor. And that concludes our episode. You should definitely reach out to us at kinkcastpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at kinkcastpodcast, or on Facebook at kinkcastpodcast. We're also available on FetLife, and we look forward to hearing you, or hearing you. We look forward to you listening in next week. Now we look forward to hearing from you as well. Yeah. Send us messages. We yeah. Went to hear some sounds. Good no. Sonic the Hedgehog Chili Dogs. I Kinkcast will be hosting its its first annual Sky fan meetup. We'll be watching the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> and, uh, hosting is there a new one? And if you want to no. share Search yeah, and carry. It's no. live action. And Are Sonic you looks the internet collectively is losing its mind on how creepy uh, Sonic uh, looks. And uh, if you want to share your FDI rating of sounding, use the hashtag I can't hear you. That's stupid. <laughs> Good night. Goodbye. And good luck. Strain at the joints. And I'm hardcore, but I'm not that hardcore. I'm hardcore, but I'm not that hardcore. I'm hardcore, but I'm not that hardcore. I'm pretty hardcore, but I'm not that hardcore.